0: All right, guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, Quarantine Diary. This is Kevin. Today, um, I want to talk about something different. Um, I got some books lined up. Uh, I got a couple of things lined up, too. So I just want to talk about my experiences within the Apple ecosystem. right? So the title of this podcast will be uh, <laughs> my reflection on... Uh, being in the Apple jail for one month. Um, what that means is being in the Apple ecosystem, right? And then um, that means I first got an iPod, uh, I first got an iPad Pro, and then I got a um, Magic Keyboard, and I got a, a Apple Pencil, and I got a, a iPhone SE, and then uh, the AirPods Pro. So. It's been around a month, maybe a little bit more after a month since I got all those uh, uh, gadgets and I'm well within the Apple ecosystem. And I kind of want to share my thoughts on a different um, brand or uh, the most important tech brand of today or uh, just generally what is my user experience, right? So. I have been an Android user my entire life. Um, my first phone was a TCL flip phone, and then it was Nokia when I was in China, and then Blackberry when I was in the US, going through college, and then I got a couple of OnePluses, right? My uh, Android phone right now that still works um, is OnePlus 7 Pro. And um, the reason I kind of got the iPhone SE is because I have a bunch of Sonos speakers in my room and then I want to listen to a podcast and I want to catch it to my Sonos speaker and then they are just having problems after problems and then I cannot get the correct speed that I want to listen to. It will only play on Sonos for like 1x speed. I usually listen to them at 2x or 2.3x speed for my audiobooks and podcasts. So this is not a really good integrated service. And then... I thought okay let's uh I got five hundred bucks laying around let's okay let's 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 try out the iPhone thing right so after a month, I bought the iPhone on Fourth of July, so it's like a little a little over a month um I think I finally get it I finally get what Apple is trying to do well or, or what is their core um I want to say product positioning, a strategy. So I read a blog post on a medium. So it says the art of um, good enough. And that's how I feel about Apple. Uh, You know, um, I read, you know, a Steve Jobs biography. I actually rewrite it. I actually reread it. Yeah, I read it again uh, about a month ago, maybe uh, more than a month ago. And to me, the legacy of Jobs is non-existent in the Apple system right now. Um, and I just think that in a, in a way that um, Tim Cook is not running the Apple like how Steve Jobs used to run Apple, and then to be honest, as Jobs was a master um, marketer, right? So what I mean by the art of good enough is previously one of my biggest pet peeves with, you know, Apple is that how can they charge like over $1,000, you know, starting from iPhone ten, how can they start charging over $1,000 for a phone that is rocking two-year-old specs, right? So what I was not getting is that after I used an Apple product for the last months, months or so I was in the ecosystem is that Apple doesn't need to have the state-of-the-art um, specs, right? So in the Android field, like every single time that you you get a new phone, a, a Android phone, you're talking about a camera, you're talking about the memory, you're talking about the Snapdragon, whatever, 865, right? So Apple doesn't really care about that. Like It knows that it doesn't compete, but because the software optimization is so good, they don't need to compete, right? And then Apple has this kind of um aura has this halo effects of um premium, right? Of the like a luxury brand, right? And that is where Apple makes the most money, is the margin cutting back from the hardware and the margin cutting back from the production and then the premium um image of that, like the idea of getting an iPhone or the top-of-line iPhone, the idea of owning the MacBook, the idea of the, like, I'm telling people, hey, I can afford this, <laughs> right? So that is how Apple got to be one of the richest, one, one, one of the biggest um, company of the whole world is through that idea, right? Like every single time that Apple is doing something and then they counterbalance it with the outrageous amount of money for a trivial thing. For example, right after uh, i uh, Apple releases the iPhone SE, which one I got right here, they released uh, four wheels for the Mac. So for the Mac Pro, they have like a little uh Cassie and then the wheels, four of them cost 750 bucks. Right? Are they well-built wheels? Yes, they are. But are, but are they worth that much? Probably not, right? You you can actually get real car tires for that much for four wheels. So that is why I think Apple is making that much money because they need to do like those outlandish, like unsinkable pricing item on the stupidest thing for us to think, for us to position Apple as a brand of luxury, right? They're always trying to play the game of marketing where Okay, I'm actually getting something that is not top of the line, but it's good enough for you. It's good enough for you to not get complained, but on the other hand, I'm selling you on the idea of Apple, if that makes sense, right? Because if if they make a pro, a poorly designed product, if the phone sucks, like the Amazon phone or the Windows phone, it doesn't matter how good the marketing is, Like it's not going to matter, right? it's not going to drive market share, so the art of good enough is what really, really bring in the money for Apple. And I got to give it to them that doing hardware is really, really hard, right? Like Google made the phone, the Pixel phone didn't work, right? OnePlus is finally making strides in that situation. So for me personally, I'm okay with my 450 bucks iPhone SE. Like, does it have... 90 hertz dis- uh, display like what I have from my OnePlus 7 Pro, it doesn't, but it's okay. Like it's it's a doable. It's actually helping me to use my phone less. Whenever I I need to watch something, I just do it on my big iPad Pro, right? And does it really have the best battery life? No, my OnePlus 7 has like 33400 milliamps, and my iPhone SE has 1800, right? And the thing is, is that my iPhone SE has wireless charging, while my OnePlus 7 Pro doesn't. So, like, I'm transitioning to uh, wireless charging everything now, which means that, okay, uh, that is what it is, right? So, I used to have a huge phone, and like my OnePlus 7 Pro was, like, 6.7-inch. And now, after I go back to a smaller phone, I think my iPhone SE is at, what, 5.1 inch, maybe 4.7 inch. Like, I, I just cannot fathom why would somebody else get a bigger phone like that? I just don't know, right? Now, the reason I got myself into the Apple jail is because I got an iPad, right? It's a design of Apple that got me. It's a magic keyboard. It's a floating keyboard. And then um, I just need a lap. I. I don't think I needed a tablet, but I just think that it will be a good move because software-wise, right? uh, iOS 14 was the first one. iOS 13 was the first one that they introduced a pointer control. So I can actually use my iPad as a laptop. And then they made this keyboard, case that is mind blowing. It's pricey, but it's very, very good. So I use it as my laptop replacement. And then to be honest, I have no regret because I have never really used my laptop, my old four-year-old laptop, for that much things anyway so that makes sense for me and then the whole Apple ecosystem it works really well with Sonos because with Android phones they make 1500 Android phone every single year and they make 4 iPhones every single year right maybe 5 so it's really really easy for Sonos to optimize their user experience for AirPlay for Apple compared to Android right so my formal belief, is still stands, how can somebody charge that much for a freaking cell phone over a thousand dollars? But to me, I have an inner price tag of 500 bucks. I, I don't want to spend over 500 bucks on any phone, right? I got my OnePlus 7 Pro on the cell for like 550 and then I got my iPhone SE for 450. And the genius of that is the margin, right? Um, The iPhone SE, the the, the 2020 version is what I call the uh, Tim Cook special in a sense that they really got the best chips in there. They have the same chip as iPhone 11 Pro, iPhone 11 Pro Max. But the thing is, is that they're in the old chassis. They're still using the outside from iPhone 7 and iPhone 8. But they just update the chip, which means that it's going to be driving down. The production cost while still offering a good phone, a solid phone. And that's all I need, right? So what is my experience within the Apple ecosystem? First of all, I think it's a really, really good user experience with my Sonos, with my uh, texting on my iPad, all that fun stuff. And to be honest, I, I think Apple is a good backup plan for people that are not techie, right? I used to be a techie. I used to rock a BlackBerry for the last <laughs> last two, three years. So I think for me to appreciate Apple, I do appreciate Apple. I do think everything that Apple does changes markets. But right now, I think it's a good move for me because I just cannot imagine dropping like 800 bucks on a premium Android device and getting a 90 Hertz Display It's nice, but I'm not going to use it because I have the iPad Pro, right? So by the end of the day, I think the reason that Apple is where it's at right now is because they're making killer hardware still. It's very, very hard to, to like do that. And secondly, their pricing decision, their positioning is so much better than Google, than uh, OnePlus, than other phones, right? So I see Apple not as a tech technology company but as a marketing firm as okay how can we make this better for our user experience how can we make it simpler and the reason i want to make this podcast in the beginning is because i watched a couple of reviews because the samsung note 20 just came out it's a giant phone like 6.9 inch and then this top of the line the samsung note 20 ultra that costs like 1200 bucks to start with tags you're looking at maybe 1500 bucks phone and then i'm looking at that i'm looking at people are reviewing it on youtube i'm i'm like i don't want that like i i i want my phone to be small as possible i wanted to maybe work well with my airpods my bluetooth uh earbuds and then i wanted to have wireless charging i wanted to be small can fit in the pocket i'm good Right, And then one more thing is that I cannot have an Android phone last more than two years on me. I think my BlackBerry Key 2 lasts me for a year and a half before the batteries start going nuts. And with Apple, I'm doing this as an experiment. This is probably like a good start of an experiment. I'm only one month in. Apple claims that they can have software support for five years. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to not upgrade my iPhone SE for five years. If I can get over the two-year mark, I'll be really happy. And I just want a face-to-face customer service experience at a Genius Bar, at the Apple Store, whenever they're open again. I want that face-to-face. I want a place that I can take my phone to and get a service. I don't wanna deal with a phone call, deal with, like don't call me racist, deal with call, like, call centers in India. And then they have to uh, have me install a program on my laptop and they have to the remote change the files on my phone. They root it. A lot of different problems. I just want my phone to work and I don't care about a lot of that techie stuff. As long as it's fast, it works, it's reliable, I'm good. So that's my hope. Um, I want to keep using this phone, iPhone SE, for the next five years. And we'll see. We'll see, right? So I guess to cap out this podcast, Apple is a marketing company. I follow it very, very closely. And I really, really want to keep using my stuff for, all, for more than five years. So cross my fingers. And this is my reflection on being an Apple job for the first month or so. All right, guys. Hopefully this one bring, brings you something different. And uh, everybody, uh, stay safe. Just give us five stars on whatever you listen. And we go from there. All right, guys. Bye.